and welcome, folks, to another edition of the Irish Street Fighters Weekly Podcast, RSF Radio. Today is November 2nd, 2017, and I'm your host, Joe Monday. This is the podcast where we talk about the weekly goings-on of what's happening in the front page of our Street Fighter. Kind of a lot. It's kind of been a weird news week. Uh, but, I mean, more importantly, the biggest news of the week is that I just got my hair cut. Uh, doesn't happen very often if you're watching from the videos, as you can tell. This one takes a while to grow out. But, um, it... I really like... I go to this place, alright? So, let me reel it back a little bit. Uh, I'm going to talk them up a little bit because I love them. Uh, go to Mister's. It's like, it's a little bit pricey, you know, but for like having long hair, I think I learned this from talking to women about the troubles and tri- the trials and tribulations of having long hair. And it's that you really need someone that knows what they're doing. You can't just go to like a regular haircut place as I had been doing for most of my life before long hair. You have to go to someone that knows what they're doing up top. You can't just go to any old place. And, like, this place, it's a little bit more pricey. It's, like, 28 bucks for a men's haircut. But for, like, having long hair and someone that knows how to cut it, that's, from what I know, from what I can tell, and ladies, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's, like, that's a pretty good price. But also, bonus... When you walk in the door, they hand you a whiskey. So not only am I getting a dope haircut, making it squeaky clean, getting that good, good head rub, because you know that the hair washing is the best part of of any haircut, not the haircutting part, the buzzy part, or like the nice hot towel on the back of the neck. That's very nice, but the best part, we can all agree, is like the little, little head rub that you get. Uh, you get all that plus whiskey, 28 bucks, that's like a steal. It's a st- I mean, I don't get, like, colors in my hair, but I get, like, colors in my tummy. I get this golden brown colors in my tummy in the form of whiskey. Well, going along with that, I think we're going to hop into user questions first. Uh, mostly because uh, there was a question on the topic of, uh, off topic, but what shampoo do you use? Keep your hair so luscious. That question comes in from Og Rotten Potatoes. And... The secret is that you don't shampoo your hair. You just don't ever wash it. Uh, I kind of just... It's 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 not you don't ever wash it. It's that you, you rarely wash it because you actually want natural oils in your hair. So if you wash your hair, you even get it like super wet. In, I try not to get it wet like in the shower. Like I'll wear like a shower cap like three... Or like for three days in a row because... You know, you want that that good, good normal hair oils, but then you run into the problem. Oh no, my scalp it looks like like mess. Like I've got like super oily roots. How do I fix this problem? Aha! Use some dry shampoo. It's this chemical like substance, which it's some science I don't quite understand yet. Um, but. I'm only doing what I was told. It's like a powdery business. It's like, you know, when your bum's wet and you put some, some, some dry, dry gold bond and you no, no one else gets the, all right, maybe, maybe not that, maybe not goes that, that far, but you know, think about it's the same kind of thing, but on top of your head, but specifically for your head, it's like putting bum powder on your head 
and it works. Trust me. Uh, but then the other trick, cause then you get these like at the end, you know, the tops dry, but you don't want the ends to be dry. You want those to be good and luscious. So you get some leave-in conditioner, rub that in your hands, get that all in there. Oh man, hair looks all nice and silky smooth, but those are just my own personal problems because of the type of hair that I have and also personal problems of, you know, how I live my life in general, but. To the real questions concerning Street Fighter and talk that you might be interested in, aside from Hair Talk. That's another podcast. Hair Talk is the other podcast I run. That's like a, that's actually a twice a day podcast. It comes at a very high clip. I (laughs) didn't intend for that to be a pun, but I, I like where that one landed. Anyway, the other question comes from... Azu Vector. I've never said that name out loud before. I've seen it a lot. It's one of those names that I've seen but haven't said out loud, and I feel confident that's how you say that, or Azure Vector, but there's no R. But anyway, he asked, has the garbage one-sided rollback netcode been fixed yet? And the answer to that question is no. Uh, they really haven't touched the netcode uh, one iota, not quite yet. Oh, hit break. He's dropped a bone. He wants to play. Not right now. Uh, and I bring up the front page of our Street Fighter to tell you guys, well, there's one place to look, and I've been keeping this updated, uh, but it's right over here, the Community SF5 Fixed Request Priority List. Uh, this was a... This is actually, if you listen to Episode Zero, is what we were talking about, but I've actually kept the list updated uh, from how many, many weeks ago? Nine weeks ago up until today. Uh, so things that have been touched uh, have been crossed off the list. Uh, like key binding was removed from the list, uh, so that's good. Um, they did some things to the netcode a little bit. It's like it's hard to keep like patch notes in here as well because they fixed the problem with having the question marks instead of actually showing the bars. But that was never a problem that we requested, so it's kind of a, an addendum to a note that we would want them to push further, but. Regardless, uh, that is all here. If it was fixed, I would cross it off the list. So you can always tell, always at the top of the sub, boom, right there uh, on the right-hand side. You can always hit that and find uh, what the community wants done with Street Fighter V. Uh, it was all voted on over the course of a couple months. Uh, this was all brought up over the couple over a couple months. So this is an aggregate of information, uh, and I've been keeping it up to date. Uh, so there's that. But... Aside from that, time to get in some real news. What's been going on uh, with this week? Sorry to switch up the yeah. Decided to switch up the the order there for a little bit, but uh, the first one I want to bring this up because the last time we're going to bring this up in a podcast format uh, before the actual date is the RSF Extra Life stream. That is a twenty-four hour stream. The schedule is basically locked at this point. Uh, I've also got some, not only do we have a locked slash tentative schedule, depending on how things go, uh, we've also got donation incentives. So if maybe you want to decide what cereal is eaten during the Saturday morning cartoon block, uh, I'll eat a big, big bowl of it. Hopefully it's a good cereal and not something like uh, grape nuts. No grapes, no nuts. Tastes like garbage. Uh, but there's other things like naming the character or choosing what weapons to use, uh, things, things along those lines. 
but also, if you just want to hop in for some casual stuff, we got some. We're gonna end on all Street Fighter Four uh, from ten to midnight on Saturday, November fourth. Uh, and yeah, just check that out uh, and look at the incentives. If something makes sense, be sure to donate during or either before. Like check, take check, check out the notes because some required donations beforehand so I can prepare for it. Others can be done during the stream or uh, right in the moment. Uh, giving away copies of Geese Gyms, so if you want to donate and you want a copy, let me know. Uh, if you want me to sign a copy and send it to, to you, let me know. Doing that as well. Uh, that'll all be during the, the workout block. Uh, that's 10am to noon. Uh, that might be extended depending on a couple things, but uh, that's that's where that stands. So go ahead and check out the uh, basically locked schedule at this point uh, and check out the donation incentives if you are so generous to want to give on that date. But also, just a heads up, there's a bunch of other Extra Life streams going on on that date or around that date. So if not mine, please be generous to someone else's. I know that uh, Mushin Z from, uh, from SRK is running a all day. Well, it's it's kind of like an overnight thing. I think he's starting at ten or ten thirty or eleven thirty, something like that, uh, and going on from there. He's kind of doing a, one of the rollovers. He's gonna, he's gonna catch the. I don't know if he's doing twenty four or twenty five. I have to check his schedule. Uh, he's doing the rollover uh, between daylight savings time, uh, but he's actually gonna play fighting games all day. That's gonna be physically difficult. I, I just I I thought about that and in my head thought I I don't know if I have the physical aptitude to do something like that but uh, if you want to see someone play fighting games all day go check out his stream um, that will be linked on the front page of SRK and I've retweeted it from the Twitter account but uh, there's a ton going on this weekend so please find one be generous uh, and this is all, all of the money goes directly to charity. It goes to the Children's Miracle Network. Uh, the, on our end, we don't touch any of it. Just goes straight there. Uh, and it's just a good charity to give to in general. So please, be kind, be generous. All right, moving on. Uh, the next one, this was a fun video shared by uh, Ven Final Venom. Nah, I just call him Venom. Venom of Tuesday. Uh, this is just a real cool bison compilation uh, of cool stuff that he's been doing since the basically since the release of uh, Street Fighter V. So it's it's kind of just a highlight reel of sorts. But as we learned from uh, last week, uh, one of the most used and I guess prolific characters. If you look across the board of you know where they all rank from gold up till master, there's a lot of bisons out there, uh, and maybe you want to pick up bison, maybe you want to stomp some fools uh, in ranked. Uh, check out this dude's video; it's a big highlight reel. It's it's very fun. Uh, show this guy some of your love. He does some other weird videos too. He's the his channel's kind of fun. I recommend looking into this guy's work. Good guy. All right, uh, and along that line. Uh, another highlight reel from everyone's favorite Liang Hub. B -b uh, this time it's Ibuki, and it's it's all Ibuki stuff uh, from from past games up till present. Uh, it's, oh my God, look at that mix up! Uh, <laughs> playing it right now for the for the video format, but 
damn, it is just the Street Fighter 4 Ibuki ran a gosh darn clinic, and the execution required to do some of that stuff was really nuts. Uh, so I don't know. It's just it's a fun it's a fun video, and I just I love watching the Angup stuff. I think he does a good job of compiling uh, various players uh, from around the world, just they're from at various time points as well. Uh, it just does a generally good job. <laughs> Look at all this god inputs, goddamn. Uh, but yeah, check it out. It's good stuff. Uh, moving on to the next one, down. And moving on from... Uh, why did that take time to load? Uh, moving on from highlight... Actually, no, not moving on from highlight videos. This is kind of a highlight discussion, really. Because a lot of people remember Evo Moment 37. I brought this up before. A lot of people misconstrue that moment and think Daigo won Grand Finals in that tournament. That is not the case. Uh, that was not a grand finals match. Uh, this is we're talking about the Daigo Perry moment, right? The most the well-known fighting game moment uh, in all of history. Um, but it wasn't grand finals. He went on to actually lose grand finals uh, to KO. So I, I I recommend digging into this thread, watching the videos which are linked. Uh, in the thread uh, and just see the rematch uh, from the next year it's it's a good explanation of really what happened uh, and in the comments people are talking about third strike so if you're interested in third strike and are looking at some high level play uh, we've got some matches for you I think I did this right oh I'm talking about old games uh, for anyone who is part of Fightcade, who has ha who has had Fightcade downloaded to your computer and are using Fightcade client, um, if you had your account in 2014 or 2015, you can now join the Fightcade 2 beta. Uh, I don't personally know what that is. Uh, I'm not a current user of Fightcade. I probably should be, uh, but from everything I know about it, uh, it's a good way to play older games against people online. Uh, it's a fairly uh, reliable service from what people say uh, we've had tournaments run from this uh, from people there's that discord that we shared a couple weeks ago uh, if you want to look back into the archives for that now that'll all all these links by the way shared in the show notes uh, in I drop down menu on the YouTube channel uh, but if you are interested in playing older games and you want to play people online perhaps check this out somewhat quasi legal but at this point, it's the most prolific way to to play f older fighting games against people online. Uh, so that's where you want to find that. And guess what? If you have it downloaded to your computer already, you can access the Fight K2 beta. Uh, so maybe go check that out. All right, moving on. I think we still have... No, we're, new, we're talking about the new stuff. I'm sick of this old stuff. How about some more new stuff? Uh, so this user, uh, CityHunter18 posted a ranking of the basically the top 29 uh, people who have made it into Capcom Cup 2017 uh, and he also goes on to list the people who are you know potentially could get uh, 30 31 and it's it's it goes in order as well so we got punk Tokido up there uh, and he lists their characters so it's just a good list of if you want to know who's in the CPT, I'm not going to go through it on this podcast because you can go check it out yourself if that's something that you're interested in. Uh, but for the CPT Street Fighter V, uh, we've got 29 locked so far. 
a couple more slots open. So look out for the latest CPT events and go listen to uh, Wake Up Wednesdays with Michael Martin. He's covering all this stuff. Uh, so if you want more in-depth conversation about that, and you want to actually see some video clips from some of the stuff that they've been doing at these tournaments uh, on the CPT circuit, then that is definitely the YouTube channel to follow. Um, so search for Wake Up Wednesdays on YouTube or hit up Michael Martin's well, actually, I don't know if it's streamed from his personal. Uh, I think it's from the Capcom Fighters no, from YouTube channel. Well, regardless, uh, that's where you want to go for that information. That was shared a couple episodes ago. All right. Next highlight. All right. You guys like Baphael? I sure do. Uh, he has shared with us a... He's been doing those videos for SRK of Bread and Butter Guides. It's a lot of the stuff that he used to do for his own channel uh, for Street Fighter Four. Uh, at the end of Street Fighter 4, he had a ton of this work. A lot of that stuff is archived. Archived. If you want to learn how to play Street Fighter 4, definitely check out his videos. But he's been doing all of that work and a lot of the similar stuff with Street Fighter 5. Uh, some of it might not be totally optimized to the way you actually want to play the characters, uh, especially with like new stuff like this. Uh, Zeku's going to change in the next couple weeks or so, which we're going to get into in just a minute. Uh, but... Yeah, uh, Baphael goes through kind of all the punish combos, anti-airs, uh, all the stuff that you'd want to learn when just starting to take first blush of a character. Uh, and it's all archived there. It's a very good YouTube video. And he also lists in the uh, in the notes. Oh, does he? Oh, I thought he listed it all out. via te Oh, no, it's in a Google Doc. It's a full written, written guide out there. So if you just want to look at things in words... Shared in this Google Doc right there. Link. It's the first one linked right there. So boom, check that out. Did I not? Boom. Hit that up. Smash that like button. Okay. Uh, if you want to, so if you want to learn how to play Zeku, check that out. But maybe hold off uh, for the next couple days or so. We'll get into that in just a minute. Uh, what I want to bring up next it was an interview uh, with the cool kid ninety three on Red Bull Proving Grounds uh, on SRK. Uh, go check it out. He says some cool stuff about. I said cool in relation to his name. That's take a drink, I guess. Well, he gives his opinion on Street Fighter V and the CPT and the Red Bull Proving Outs event in general. Uh, very smart kid. Uh, very smart dude, I should say. Um, he runs a really good YouTube channel as well. Uh, his highlight reels are very exciting. Uh, just give him a little bit more exposure. Maybe go check him out if you want to see some some good Abigail or Rashida action. Uh, good stuff uh, over there. The next one, more old stuff. You guys like old stuff? I sure do. Uh, this was a great video shared by Oruk on the, on the sub. Uh, and it's a bunch of third strike matches. Uh, just general matches. Goes on for about 15 minutes. Uh, but not only that, more importantly, uh, it has commentary, which is with subs, uh, correct subs, from Nuki and Kuroda. Those are two extremely talented Third Strike players. These guys know their stuff. So they're going to be talking about the matchups. They're going to be talking about the specific people who are playing in those in those sets. Uh, they go into some history a little bit. Uh, it's It is, if you want to... I guess see the insight of what high level street uh, third strike players have in there what's going on in their heads I highly recommend checking out this video 
uh, read read through what they have to say, um, or if you speak Japanese, just give it a listen. Uh, very entertaining and a very good. I don't know. It's kind of a good historical chunk of you know what's what is like the current meta of of Third Strike, uh, so to speak. But very good video. Check it out. Uh, what's next? Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, speaking of Red Bull, let's kind of skip that one over. Might have had that out of order, actually. Now that I think about it. Well, too late now. Uh, Red Bull Battlegrounds, November 18th and 19th. Uh, this was posted to the sub. This is just more information on the event uh, and how to attend the event, where to attend the event. Uh, if you want to sign up for the event, how would you do that? Uh, got places to register, or if you just want to be a spectator, go check that out. Uh, to be a spectator at that event, it's free to get in. And they've got cool stuff uh, other than just the event uh, to go check out. Like a sick venue in bold. <laughs> it's kind of funny. That I mean, I I didn't like I put pull that one up on on Google Maps to see if it's actually a castle. But if they have a tournament inside a castle, I could be okay with that. As long as that castle is routed for Ethernet cables. But it I don't know. That'd be a dope castle. I want to have my my castle routed with ethernet cables i want to get that hard line i ain't trying to be a wi-fi warrior inside of a castle i'll train no wi-fi kings don't train no wi-fi warriors trust me i i would know speaking of red bull there's some good news about red bull now how about some bad news uh the cans uh the red bull cans now this was something that was announced a couple days ago uh but it's kind of a soft announcement not a whole lot of information got out there very fast, uh, but what it is is that you drink your Red Bull, spe- specified Street Fighter Red Bull cans, hashtag Street Fighter Five, uh, and you would look at it, and it has a code on it, and you take that code and you apply it to your CFN, uh, and it says, "Congratulations, you have Red Bull costume now, uh, Red Bull specific colors or whatever." Uh, but what a lot of people ran into was this particular screen where something went went wrong. KO. That's funny that they have that worked out that way, but actually not very funny because they've had some prolific problems. Uh, not quite sure if that's due to CFN or people that are doing some code farming, uh, finding out the algorithm. That has yet to be determined. Uh, not quite sure if it's more malicious or just because they don't know how to work with CFN or haven't you know, had that communication properly with uh, with CFN. Maybe it's not handshaking properly. Who knows? Uh, at this point, it's just speculation. Uh, no actual reports coming from Red Bull about why things haven't been working out, but uh, they are currently working on it uh, to get people, you know, like if you want to drink your Red Bull and you don't just want that taurine, you want some costume 14 or whatever the heck number it is, uh, that's what you really wanted. Uh, you don't want the wings. You want a color with wings. Uh, it They will likely have this problem. I don't, I don't want to give an idea if they will likely have this problem, but they are working on it. Uh, I, I just happen to be a little bit. I would like to give people the benefit of that. However, I do think this red bullshit uh, title on the, the imager post is actually quite apt and funny, but that's just a good pun. Quality pun. And the last thing, which uh, was just today announced uh, or released information-wise, 
is patch notes from CFN. Check out CFN from time to time. They actually, they low-key announce things uh, that are very telling in a couple of ways. You remember from last week's episode, we talked about Zaku a little bit. Maybe it's even two weeks ago. Uh, about what I thought about the character uh, and I brought up a couple things that were interesting, such as his uh, extra five frames on back recovery. Well, guess what, folks? Uh, that's going to change. Uh, in <laughs> coming uh, November 2nd, uh, things that have actually changed that were in the patch notes. Uh, an interesting one, they changed Minot's standing medium punch uh, with Orb. As we know from when she gets a, as it was before previously, if she got a counter hit with her standing medium punch with Orb, uh, she would actually gain V-meter, which seemed broken because no other character could gain V-meter off of uh, any other counter hit unless it was a crush counter. You gain 50% V-meter with crush counter. And then it was weird because it gained... 30, 30%? It was, it was strange. It, it didn't look quite right, and it wasn't, it didn't follow the rules of the rest of the cast, but it was also interesting because she has such a useful V-trigger, uh, and only two bars to get it, uh, so maybe it was, you know, them saying, you know, giving her a little bit of boost to using her normals in the neutral. Gain a little bit of that V-trigger to give her some options later on. Uh, so that's somewhat of a nerf, or I guess somewhat of a a patch to make things more homogenous, I, I should say. Uh, and then the next one is with Ibuki's forward throw. Uh, if you look at the animation on Ibuki's forward throw, she kind of slips behind you and throws you over her shoulder. Uh, if you look at the positioning on that, she, she goes to the other side of you to throw you back on to that other side. Now, with most forward throws, when that happens, because there are other animations similar to this, I can't. I think even reuse does that. It's somewhat similar. Uh, but crosses up, he moves his body to the other side and throws you back onto the side, like you would him for a forward throw. But what had happened was, uh, when she did this and you would lose charge because they didn't I guess they didn't keep the hurt boxes on the right side during the animation and because you cross up you would lose charge uh, so really this only affects characters with a reversal or maybe that someone would want to do a back forward charge move like uh, Alex for example might want to wake up with EX, uh, EX slash maybe for the armor maybe guile would want to wake up with the critical i don't know it's the use case isn't super high in terms of people who would want to use back forward charge after being forward thrown but now the option is there you don't lose charge anymore all right and then the fixes for the next update and here's where i think things get interesting if you look into it it's all zaku stuff uh things that they noticed were wrong with zaku quote unquote wrong because they're fixing it now but it was some things that I actually thought were really interesting uh, two things uh, that somewhat less interesting before we get to the, the key thing here is that one young Zeku lost his his collision box whenever he in like the first couple frames of his jump that didn't really affect him that much uh, it's not going to affect any of his combos, I don't think. 
Uh, it's not going to really affect many of his matchups. Uh, the, the only one use case that I could find for that was situations where he could jump out of Nikali's critical art. Um, but that was really it. That's all I could really come up with. Uh, maybe there were more to it, but there really hasn't been enough time to really dig into that. See if, cause it wasn't just his, it wasn't, he wasn't invincible during this time. It only took away his collision box. So it's like that use case is very, very specific in terms of spacing and positioning. Uh, and the other one that was kind of weird uh, for old and young Zeku was that when he was crouching and you crossed him up, uh, he didn't like he didn't turn around in the same fashion as other characters which would again there wasn't enough time to really test this and find out specific use cases for it maybe you came in the next couple weeks or so and then find something that is so short-lived to only be patched out in a couple weeks i don't know how long it's gonna take but uh, i really couldn't find anything that where that really was an issue perhaps with crouching light punch anti-airs um might be the only thing that I think I come up with, but uh, not really that huge a deal. That just makes him more like, it makes him act more like the rest of the cast. Now, the big one, the big thing, the big caveat that I came up with last week uh, with young Zeku is that his back rise has an extra, currently it has an extra five frames uh, of delay on him getting up. Uh, and to to players who just go automatic and are on that uh, that autopilot, they see the back rise and they do their regular meaty. It's going to whiff right now because they haven't practiced for young Zeku. But I alluded to last week that there are certain setups where you can do a meaty for normal rise uh, and then recover in time to meaty again for a back rise. Uh, that was a huge detriment to, to Zeku. But it wasn't so much a huge detriment so much as it was really... He was just different. He was different. That was something that was uniquely young Zeku. And to a lot of people, a lot of people saw that as maybe this is the direction that AE is going to take. Maybe they're going to vary things up a little bit. Maybe they're going to give Ryu different quick rise times than everyone else. Maybe they'll give my character five extra frames on back rise. Who, who knows what, what will change, uh, with a if this is the precedent that they're setting because it seems such an odd thing to include right where if everybody's back rise is the same already when you coded this into the game how did it come to be that it was f five extra frames so we would all assume maybe a is going to have characters with different quick and back rise times maybe that you know, extra variety is going to add a little bit of spice to the game. So not everybody can just go autopilot all the time, have different setups in your head. You have to be thinking about matchups, have to be playing the character in front of you. But no, Capcom went back in and said, nope, we're taking that away. Zeku's going to be the same as everybody else. So that's, if you had any hopes for that vision of Street Fighter V, uh, they're dead now. They're, they're dead and buried. Uh, we send it to the farm don't worry, it'll live with all the other dreams for Street Fighter V that you had. They're still living very comfortably. They're being very taken care of at the farm. They're living at the farm, all of your dreams. Uh, but 
that's just kind of telling that they're fixing that, making him, again, very homogenous with the rest of the cast. Uh, it's just kind of in line with the, I guess, design doc of Street Fighter V and the continued design of Street Fighter V. We'll see how things shake up with AE, things, see if things change up a little bit, but that's somewhat telling of how they're going to keep things. Thing, with that and the Monat change, with the counter hit, stand medium punch, not no longer gaining V-trigger, and... Zeku's recovery changed to be the same. Just kind of telling that they're making everything more homogenous. And that just about does it for the the portion of the show where we talk about what we've what's been going on on our Street Fighter. Uh, in the last part of the show, we talk about old fun matches. Uh, dug this one up. Uh, fun match because a lot of people love Bonchan, but why do people love Bonchan? Uh, maybe you're new to the FGC and you don't have that history. Maybe you saw that Born Free interview and you said, oh, dope. Bonchan seems like a cool guy. Uh, guess what? He's kind of always been cool. He's been a dope, dope dude all of his life. Uh, and in this particular match, uh, just goes to show some of his prowess. Uh, it's just, it's Bonchan Duncan on Mago. This is Tokyo Game Show 2014, All Street Fighter 4. This is Losers Finals. Uh, before Bonchan goes on to play against Pepe, Pepe Dai in Grand Finals. Uh, but just watch this match. So a lot of people say that this, uh, I think a lot of people agree that this matchup might be somewhat in somewhat in Yang's favor. I don't really think that. I think it's at the very least, even if not somewhat in Sagat's favor. Uh, Yang, Yang has to take a lot of... Not that he has to take a lot of risks, because he can get in, you know, fairly easily with dive, with having a dive kick and ways to get around projectiles. But the big issue with Yang is that he doesn't really deal that much damage, and Scott has a little little extra health, and he deals so much damage. There are times in this set where Mago's life just disappears, is gone. Not, Bonchan is a magician. You look at it for a second and then poof, it's gone. Uh, and that happens throughout the set. Uh, really strong neutral play from from Bonchan. Uh, if you want to learn how to run a, a fireball zoning game, watch this stuff. He does some really awesome rushdown Sagat, uh, working right outside that crouching hard punch range. It is Ooh, it's delight it, from both players because Mago is no slouch. He gets bodied in this set, but he's you see in the name that they plugged in. He's Mago, the 2D god. He's one of the Street Fighter gods. And Bonchan was like, "Nah, dog. Let me just let me just pull your pants down for a minute in front of the whole classroom." Uh, and it's a highly entertaining set if you want to see some good old classic Bonchan of just messing people up with Sagat. Uh, I can't wait for Scott to be in Street Fighter V. I loved some of his combos in Street Fighter IV. Uh, loved him in in ST. Oh, Scott for life. Uh, but damn, I mean, look at that damage. So good. Uh, and I highly recommend checking that video out if you want to see some high-level Street Fighter IV play, kind of near the end of the life cycle, 2014. Uh, a year or two away from... Uh, even notes of Street Fighter V coming out. So this was people on the top of their game. This was some good 
they had figured out the meta at, at this point. Uh, and Bonchan makes Sagat look so, so good. Also, side note, if you're looking for some good Sagat play, uh, heavy weapons. Look up some heavy weapons. I didn't share this video. Uh, and I might actually, but there's a really, really great uh, heavy weapons uh, highlight reel set to some some choice music to put it to put it briefly uh, maybe go search that one out if that's something that you are interested in if you just like the king I certainly I certainly love the king uh, but that just about wraps it up for our show on RSF radio if you have questions please write into the show uh, somewhere on RSF we post we typically post that the day before or uh, just leave it in the comments down below if you're watching the YouTube archive uh, or please leave a also I should say not or but also uh, please leave a review on the iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts I don't know if reviews help on other services but it certainly helps on iTunes so uh, if you have a review any kind of review I don't even think Nick if you have some negative feedback go ahead and share that because yeah supposedly it helps uh, if you're watching the YouTube channel please like and subscribe and all that good stuff then deep tiger knee that like button I'll go Ugh. that was bad that's bad I'm trying to tie the cigar button into this thing because I'm still watch. I'm still watching the <laughs> I'm still watching this match it's just a good match oh that stun you kidding me so good um, anyway I'll wrap it up uh, tune in next week uh, every Thursday uh, Friday morning uh, with another episode of RSF Radio. This has been Joe Monday. Hit me up on Twitter at Super Joe Monday or hit me up on Reddit Joe underscore Monday. Uh, and we'll be back next week, folks. So tune in again to the Extra Life stream, which is taking place on November 4th. That's this Saturday. Please tune in. Please be generous, if not to the RSF stream, to anyone else's, because it goes to a good cause, folks, uh, for the kids. So tune in next week or tune in this Saturday. We'll see you next time, folks. Take care.